0: Hello, everyone, and welcome into a Tuesday edition of the Pop and Vod Show, coming to you live from the press box level here at One Oak Field. I am Jeremy Poplin, joined by the head coach, David Vodril, as we get set to talk about the match coming up tomorrow night here at One Oak on a Wednesday night, 7 o'clock start, with Portland Timbers 2 coming in, and we'll recap last week's action as well. First, directly off the top, we want to say that tomorrow night is an opportunity for the organization – and roughnecks to give back to our local educators and our teachers and students so if you bring a current student id or a teacher identification you're going to get into the match for free coming up tomorrow night we understand the struggles that uh, education is going through right now in our state and the fight that our teachers are going through we see them all across the city and this is our way to give back to you and maybe come out and enjoy a night free of pressure and enjoy a good quality soccer match here at one field with that said uh david vodrell is here coach how are you today good thank you uh how's practice been so far this week and i know it's a little bit different because you got the quick turnaround on wednesday so what's kind of the process been for you guys
1: well short week for the guys not just the starters but the guys who had to play a a couple man down for 90 minutes so they really didn't do much at all for two days uh today we had about 55 minute session with some set pieces in there so uh, you know, we kept the guys that came off the bench and the guys that are coming off injuries, we kept them moving and get them a, a good medium level workout, but it's definitely a short turnaround, uh, give them Sunday off, uh, an easy day for most of them on Monday. And then today do as much as you can tactically set pieces, talk about the mentality, talk about our lineup. Cause it's obviously going to be different. Um, so, but pretty good, pretty good. Uh, today the ball moved around pretty well. Uh, you know, it's not ni- always nice to get out on the stadium. So, um, you know we we got to look at it like it's another home game we got to go out there and uh and take care of business and get 3 points
0: what's what is the mentality like right now
1: i think it's i think it's decent i mean, i think everyone's shocked that we're and 3 but um you know i can't say that uh, i'm surprised with the level of you know the way we came out for the every game in the first half and give up a goal in the first 10 15 minutes all three games i think there's nothing nothing to expect but uh you're going to struggle and, uh, you know, the message tomorrow before the game is going to be intensity. Uh, who's going to step up and make, make plays? And can we, you know, commit to defense? I mean, I think that's got to be number one. If we have to play uh, nine, ten guys behind the ball and not give up any goals, then that's what we'll do. Tactically, there's no, uh, there's no getting around the fact that we've been too soft on defense.
0: With the mentality I, I noticed that you guys as well did a little uh, team building exercise, went out to extreme racing as well uh, that I think that 's an important part of it of kind of building that chemistry off the field as well. How was that experience?
1: absolutely It was a lot of fun you know, uh, and give our front office credit. They turned that around right away. We had been talking about doing it, and I thought, well, no no better time than the yeah. present to do something to get their guys' off, mind off of soccer and get out there and uh and hang out together and you know, took a bunch of pictures, had a lot of fun. You know, you got a couple of rust buckets puttering around there. You got a couple <laughs> sp- speed demons out there. Uh, you know, I, I personally, my favorite from both years is Paris, the dishwasher G out there uh, puttering around. So, But it's a lot of fun. I get to br- bring my son and uh, his buddy who are enjoying the uh, the teacher situation with no school. But uh it was great. People at like Extreme Racing out in uh, Broken Arrow were really good to us and it was a lot of fun. Uh, definitely a good team building experience. Any
0: future Emerson Fittipaldi's or Aluncers out there? It's
1: definitely not Coach Lloyd. I okay. gave him the I gave him the, the moniker uh, Emerson Fittipaldi and he did not live up to the billing.
0: <laughs> uh, let's see some <laughs> highlights from last Saturday night's match here live at One Oak. Obviously not the uh, result that everyone expected but um, we'll just start here and this, this got things got started early in the uh, goal here in the first 15 minutes of the match coach
1: yeah i mean right here it's three on two a little late three on three we you know let a guy slip free and then here's the thing we had plenty of numbers there four five six six guys in the box and we just didn't get close enough didn't get it done and you know this one is just it's not possible to keep dropping back in front of fabian and screened him and the deflection so it was a two you know a double a double uh Mistake, and he gets beat on the uh, on the deflection, so and you know listen discipline also I, I you know besides uh Ugarte getting suspended for cards last year, discipline wasn 't really a major problem. Uh, we had a couple penalties early last year, but you know now we 've had two red cards we have i 'd say ten to twelve yellow cards on top of that, so uh, you know there 's a lot of a lot of blame, and I think most of it has to come with me it 's my job to get them physically and mentally ready to play and we have not done that we haven't come out in either of the three games with enough intensity with enough focus giving up soft goals early and discipline problems two red cards you know those things are are unacceptable but at the same sense you know i i can only blame myself it's my job to get them prepared whether it's mentally or physically or tactically or even just a team discipline so uh you know we've had a lot of conversations about it <coughs> um you know, it, it's going to come down to playing time is going to be given to the people that execute and who can keep their discipline and and can can do what we need to do to keep a clean sheet until we get our offense rolling. And, uh, you know, a lot of new faces going to be out there tomorrow. Uh, Adrian Giussino is going to start again. Josh Morton is going to start. Etty is going to get his second start. Uh, so we have to do whatever it takes to win. So if it means changing up the lineup and changing up a little bit tactically,
0: we'll do it. Let's go back to the Michael Benz red, red card and uh, not specifically that moment, but I just want to ask you the question about at that moment, what's your decision tactically to do uh, when you go down a man?
1: Well, it was 2-0, and unfortunately, we scored, they scored the third goal right off of the set piece. So, you know, you're down a man and it's 3-0 with 25 minutes into the game. So at that point, we try and <clears throat> change it so that we can attack with three If we have a chance to go score a goal, we'll let those three guys with a fourth guy behind them go support them. Uh, And we're looking to score on set pieces. If there's a set piece or a throw-in, we can throw a couple of uh, center backs forward to get. You know, we're looking to sneak a goal without overcommitting and yeah. take, taking the third and fourth goal, which obviously we took the third goal right off of that set piece off of the red card. So, uh, But I think you saw at, at times that we were able to get a little bit forward. Mm-hmm. We were disciplined. You know, last time we played against RSL when we were winning, we attacked with sometimes three and four guys just running down the field. And this time I thought we did a better job and we had rehearsed it more. So I thought we were fairly dangerous at times. When you go down the second man and you're down 3-0, 4-0 – uh, I know the fans weren't happy, but we're really just thinking about today's game or tomorrow's game and resting. We don't think we're going to come back from a three-zero deficit, down two men, down one man. I think we could chip away, yeah. and go get a goal, and then, you know, try and play for set pieces and try and uh, throw a throw a guy or two forward once in a while at the right time. But once you go down the second man, you know, we showed 800 videos to the league, and basically you saw two guys grappling, playing footsies, uh, you know, and then one guy pulls his arm away the other guy, pushes the other guy, and he gets a red card. I would have thought that if anything, he would have said, hey, guys, cut it out from 30 yards away. Instead, the referee runs up and gives him a red card. So, you know, you have to live with it. You get involved in that stuff, and you we paid the consequence for it. But from that point on, you know, I've got eight guys who are stuck on the field for 90 minutes, yep. and they have to play today. So – we really tried to go into the shell a little bit and conserve some energy. I wasn't out there as much as the fans want us to go out there and show as much heart as but p- to, to to put those guys in that situation where they're chasing and chasing and chasing for you know 45 60 minutes plus just doesn't make any sense. There's at that point there's no way to come back and score four goals and make a gambit. Yeah. So we're trying to minimize our injuries, trying to reshuffle the lineup, get you know we took out Rivas and Mirkovic first for rest because it was like all right, who needs the rest the most or right. who are the most important players in our system and it was those two guys so we got them off to rest you know tried to manage the game and look for a goal but once we get the second red card uh, we're basically telling the guys hey let's make a game up let's 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 give it a go but without going crazy there's no sense, there's no sense chasing all over the field there's no way to catch up to the ball in that situation and just put yourself in an injury position where guys are over fatigued and and you know reaching and being frustrated and all that stuff so it's not an easy situation but you know, if we showed more maturity and more soccer intelligence and more discipline before that, we would' have been in that situation, but that still doesn't mean that I can just throw it to the wind. I still have to think about the next game still have to think about who's available to play next week, you know this for this game.
0: And you just manage accordingly. So, how do you manage that? How when you when you step off the pitch and you have uh, the loss <laughs> like that, and you're talking about soccer intelligence and maturity as well, is there a fine line that you have to balance as a coach on on how how to get that point across?
1: No, well, I mean, the, the number one way is to, to 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 cut playing time. I remember Ugarte last year was probably our best defender for nine games, but he got. He got the fifth yellow card and got suspended, and he basically lost his job for three months. You know, Bradley Bourgeois came in, and we all know that he did a great job. And, um, you know, whether it's an injury, taking care of your body, whether it's discipline and yellow cards and red cards, at any time as a professional you got to be un- you got to understand that you have to be on the field. You can't help us on the bench or up in the stands in street clothes. So if that message is not getting across then, you know, I think today's today's message and about who's going to be starting tomorrow, they know the starting lineup for tomorrow and guys are available, guys are not available. And the worst is the guys that are in street clothes up in the uh, up in the stands. They there's nothing better to teach you a lesson than to say, "Hey, not only are you going to miss this game, but you're probably going to lose your starting spot for the next game if the guys who jumped up stepped up uh a good game so i mean that is the most important stick that you have is playing time
0: and you you mentioned ugarte as the prime example of that he's got the captain's armband on i mean what what better of a person to kind of continue to relay that message even when you're not around of a prime example of what you just talked about
1: right i mean you expect the leadership to come from the veterans obviously i have to set the tone and i have to put the message very boldly and very clearly out there every day and uh, we will speak again about it tomorrow. I'm sure. If you want to take a picture of our board before the game, you'll see some words about discipline and commitment, <laughs> and uh, uh, you know, playing at a high level and playing smart. You know, you can't play like little kids out here. This isn't a pickup game. This isn't an academy game. This is the real deal. You know, people's careers and their lives and their future and their family's future rests on every game you play. And uh, you know, for you guys, for the guys that don't realize it. Your f- career could end at any moment you know you get the wrong injury you fall fall out of form uh, for whatever reason <clears throat> you know we've seen them all teams fold uh, the leagues fold uh you just don't don't get your form back yeah. you know and it's a fl- it's, it's people have to value the fact that you're a professional soccer player and I think when you come out in the field and you see in practice and in games and I think the fans saw it there are guys out there in the last couple of games, in the beginning of the, the, the last game, that are not giving 100% We're not playing hard enough, not playing smart enough. And, you know, I'm under the gun just like anybody else. If someone's not performing, I have to make the hard decisions and, and try and make it right, whether it means making changes tactically or who's going to play or... You know what our mentality is and what our tactics are i've got to make the decision and you know we're already going to have major changes for tomorrow so
0: the game doesn't need you the players need the game far more than that because the machine rolls on with (laughs) or without you
1: they have to respect the game you know you can't come out here it doesn't matter where you are from what what background you are if you're a rookie if you're a 10-year veteran everybody has to respect the game have to prove yourself every time you step out over that line Whether there's nobody in the stands, whether there's 50,000 people, whether there's 3,000 people in the stands... You have to respect the game. I always tell people it doesn't matter if this is second division or first division if you're in the United States or if you're in Argentina or you're in Italy. Once you get on the field, every league is competitive. The closer you get to the playoffs in the championship game, you wouldn't know that you're playing second division in the United States. You think it's an absolute war and you're playing for the World Cup when you come down to playoff spots at the end of the season and to understand how important that is, it's a maturity thing, you know, and some people have it and some people develop that mentality where they work hard not just on the field, but off the field, so that every day you only have 90 minutes. You know, yeah. everyone, I think people are surprised when I'm a little bit laid back after a game, whether it's a win or a loss. I get, my mentality always been I get as fired up if I have to get piss and moan and scream and kick and shout before the game and during the game, but when the game's over, I've only got one consideration. Yeah. I have to look at what I did, look at what my team did, and go prepare for the next game. It's too late. You know, I, I can never really appreciate somebody who's crying and holding their heads after the game. It's before the game when you're preparing and during the game when you have a chance to, to make an impact on the game. Guys who leave something to be <coughs> to be had, guys who don't give 100%, guys who aren't prepared, guys who don't communicate and talk and, and and sort out and solve the soccer problems on the field during or before the game, you know, that's that's the type of player you've got to find. you got guys who are proactive, who are – coaches coach themselves and coach their teammates and can make good decisions and make tackles as much as I'd like to be out there and and make every decision for them. It's not a basketball game. I can't make every decision for them.
0: You said Etsy's going to get his second start coming up. I know it's difficult to kind of gauge by the fact that (coughs) you you were playing uh, down a man and then two men, but uh, what did you see from his performance in his first start? you know he right. he
1: worked real hard you know he's got to work hard on defense and i think he he was committed he worked hard he's getting better with the ball for him it's more about he's got a really good skill set where he's dangerous to get at people and to run and get behind but you have to get put yourself in that situation and it's a question of is he always marking himself up standing too close we always say hey that's not your it's not your your girlfriend that's your (laughs) opponent you know you shouldn't be standing next to him walking when your team has the ball you should be open or running by him or running back open to get the ball and in the flow of play when you're playing in a professional level at usl or mls or open cup level you've got to be open and available at all times you've got to be able to come and get the ball and turn and complete a pass or beat the guy or be running behind and if you're not doing that you're not doing it right but I think he deserved a start, and he's going to start again. So uh, we put the faith in him and give him the freedom to go out there and express himself and with still having the discipline to work hard on defense and to uh, bring his teammates into the game.
0: Now the next question is, before we talk to you too, um, health-wise, uh, I would assume that Perez is then still unavailable, uh, Perez is
1: available. He, he, won't, is? he okay. won't be the first option, but he's available. Okay. Maidana's available. Perez is available. Gamble is available. Uh, <coughs> and uh, Christian Rodriguez is probably still too far away. Okay. So and then Riggs and uh, Bins are carded, so
0: they're not a, they're not eligible to play. So this will be the second game of a three game road trip for T two coming in. They fall on the road previously to Real Monarchs four to two was the final there. What have you seen from T two on film? You
1: know, like they were last year, uh, young. Uh, besides, you know, you bring Moen, who's we're very familiar with, but pretty young uh brand new team it looks like you, you know new coach at the first MLS team with uh with uh at at the MLS team uh, a lot of new faces like most of these USL reserve teams are um the kid Arboleta stands yep. out from last year he's good on the counter he's good in open spaces i think he's scored a couple of their goals probably most of their goals in the three games they've played um but you know we thought we'd have an advantage with with uh the last game with the guys Orange County having just played a couple days earlier in Oklahoma City and being on the road and we didn't have the we didn't get the bounce we were expecting. They came and took it to us. They scored the early goal. They pressed us and gave us problems with their pressure. So I'm not going to sit here and tell our team, "Hey, uh they're tired from a long flight and they played on Saturday." Also, we should be all over them. Uh it should go go without saying, but I'm not going to be naive and think that just because they had a long flight that they're going to come out and sit back and 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 have less energy than we are. We've got to expect them to come out looking to, looking to play. They've got nothing to lose. Looking to play and go and try and win three points. So we have to, we have to set the tone ourselves.
0: And they got a uh, a veteran defender as well and Josh Phillips, <coughs> who's been in USL level and has been with Colorado Spring Switchbacks uh, for quite some time. Um, you know, just one of those steady players that you find in the league.
1: Yeah, I think that's the strength of their team. Besides getting out on the counter, they got two the two young guys up front and uh, Arboleda, but then with Mo and uh, Phillips, the two guys in the center back, I think that's the strong point of their team.
0: You had mentioned in the uh, early portion um, of the broadcast here that you you 're going to do what it takes, whether that means you have to set nine or ten behind the ball then uh, that 's kind of where you 're at, given the style of lineup that you 're going to be forced to play coming up on on tomorrow night
1: yeah, we expect them to play some type of like four four two or four four one one however you want to call it <clears throat> so we'll we 'll change our tactics we have to also change to the personnel we have available mm-hmm. so Uh, We've already addressed it. We've made the changes. We know what the starting line is going to be. There's going to be new guys in the starting lineup again. And, uh, you know, that's why you sign 17, 18, 19 players. You have to go out there and use your whole bench. And, you know, it's a long season. You're going to have injuries. You're going to have, you know, six, seven games in a month plus Open Cup games. So you have to rely on your bench. So... Uh, you know, Josh Morton, Adrian Giussino, uh Etty, these guys have had a chance to step in, and I think they've all done very well, so they're going to get rewarded again.
0: Again, we want to remind that tomorrow night's match here at 1 Oak at 7 o'clock, is a teacher and student appreciation night. So if you have your student ID or your teacher identification card, you can come out and get free tickets to tomorrow night's match. It's our way of saying thank you and to give back for all the teachers and the students here in this area and the tough times that are happening right now in our state as far as education is concerned. And uh, just let you know that we see you and that we support you in all the street corners here and in your efforts there in Oklahoma City. So come out and enjoy a night that's uh, on us and we hope that you uh, thoroughly enjoy your time down here at One Oak with a match against T2. and it. Uh, It should be exciting, Coach. I know uh, the best way they always say is, You have to sit around and wait a week to get back out on the pitch. The best way is to have one of those quick turnarounds because then you can go and actually do something about it.
1: Yeah, and I think we have have something we owe to our fans. We had two good crowds out here and really underperformed for them, and I know it was emotional for the fans as emotional it was for us for things to fall apart and to take a big loss like that. So we have a lot to prove not just to ourselves and to the league but to this organization and to this town. So got a lot of loyal fans out there who were – sitting there questioning themselves and sorry questioning the team and questioning myself and uh you know the only thing you can do is keep working hard and be a leader and uh and work as hard as you can and be as smart as you can and go out here and hope we uh, turn around and pull out a result and go for three points and either way i would expect the very least that we work our rear ends off uh, we play high level soccer i c- you can't guarantee a win but I think the fans owe a little bit more than what they saw the last, uh, the last game.
0: Well said, Coach. Thank you so much for taking the uh, time out of your schedule to join of us today. Thanks for having us. We'll see you out here tomorrow night, 7 o'clock again for the start, uh, as T2 comes into town with the Roughnecks looking to earn their first points on the season. Thank you for everyone here at the stadium and the production crew as well. Again, have a good rest of your Tuesday afternoon. And uh, vamos, Tulsa.